0: This is Grunt to Grunt, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. Coming to you from the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome, I am your host, Benjamin Burroughs. I am one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots, give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. And it is a great day to be out selling your services and selling your products because you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold, until you sell something. Welcome to Grunt to Grown, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. I'm your host, Benjamin Burrows, and we are coming to you from the fabulous Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome. And I want to thank the staff of the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome for allowing us to bring the podcast to you from here week after week after week after week after week. I am literally sitting in the middle of a wrestling ring on a stool with a stand with a microphone. And as you've heard me say before, it is the coolest thing in the world. The ring has sweat stains and blood stains on it, and it smells like a gem. It is, it is professional wrestling here at the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome. I want to thank Sonny Thunder, the owner of the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome, for allowing us to bring our podcast from here, and the Sons of Thunder and the staff. I also want to thank my producer, Dave Ray, who uh, has been hanging and banging with me for a long time. Uh, for being my producer and making sure that all the technical stuff that needs to happen happens to bring you uh, this podcast. I also want to thank you. I want to thank you for the letters and the emails and the flowers. Uh, You know that I lost a man that I uh, consider my father uh, last week, and we laid him to rest on Friday. It was a beautiful ceremony. And I want to thank you for sending me your emails and your condolences. And for those of you who sent uh, flowers, thank you very, very much. Uh, He was a great man, John Oscar Erickson, Jr., and I learned uh, so much about being a man from him. And uh, I know because of his faith that he is in a much better place. He is walking the streets of gold in heaven on this very day. And again, thank you. I want to thank uh, Pastor Alan Hines and the Townsend Free Will Baptist Church for all their hospitality uh, on Friday. I also want to thank Pastor Frank Long from Upon This Rock Ministries uh, as well. You can email me at uh, greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. Um, I will answer every email, and I am proud to say to date have answered every email that I've received. So I thank you for that. And in this week's podcast, I kind of want to pick up on where we were on last week's podcast, where we talked a lot about improving yourself, about, sales training and, and reading sales books and, and, and reading sales articles to make you a better sales professional. And I believe wholeheartedly that we as sales professionals have to better ourselves each and every day because this whole industry of sales is changing. It, it, it's almost changing by the hour at this point and the customers, our clients, they're changing almost by the hour. You know, we could go in uh, 10 years ago and we could sell a product and we could present the features, the functions, the benefits, and present a price, and we had to worry about local competition, maybe regional competition, but today we now have national competition that is invading our space. We have large regional competition that is invading our space. And we also have the internet, which has invaded everybody's space. You know, a client today can look up a product online instantaneously and get a price instantaneously. They can get spec sheets, cut sheets, And for a customer, that's convenient. And that leads me into our topic for this podcast, and that is the client's experience. You know, today the client just doesn't want to purchase something. They want to experience the purchase of something, even if that experience is convenience. That's what makes Amazon such a unique buying experience. Because if you have access to the internet, which we all do anywhere and everywhere we go, you can literally purchase everything from your child's back to school supplies to your groceries. My Uncle John used to purchase his groceries from Amazon. And the experience is that he could be sitting in the parking lot, waiting for his wife to come out of a doctor's appointment and do his grocery shopping. A mom could be at a soccer game, watching her child play soccer, and order back to school supplies. A father could be at a Little League game and could research the supplies he needs for his business and order them. That's the experience that Amazon has created. That is the competitor that we all face in just about every vertical. And Amazon is growing. I call this experience the Disney effect You know, Walt Disney started this back when he was building Disney World. He actually had his architects and his engineers go to the park and view the park from their knees. They would get down on their knees and they would view the park from their knees. Disney knew that his appeal was going to be to young people. So he needed to excite young people. And he needed to build something that was magical for young people. So everything had to be built through the eyes of a young person. He did this in his films. He did this in his parks. It was an experience. It is an experience. If you go to Disney World or you go to Disneyland, it's an experience. And that is what we face as sales professionals today. And if I were to ask you as a sales professional who your competition is, I'm sure you could list out who your local, your regional, and your national competitors would be. Those who are selling your same products. But you know, sometimes it's not just those who are selling your same products. Walt Disney's customer service is on point. They make you feel like one of the Disney family when you call them. That's an experience that you have to compete with. Think about if you're calling on a client and they had just booked their reservations for Disney World, and they had a remarkable experience on the phone, and then you walk in, and that experience is not the same with you, you are being compared to that phone call. Now, you could call BS on what I'm saying, but in reality, this is true. If a client can call FedEx and track a package anywhere in the country and they get that level of service that is an experience for them. And if they just checked on a FedEx package and then you walk in and can't tell them where your order is how do you think you compare? The customer wants an experience professional wrestling is all about the experience for the professional wrestling fan. It's all about how that fan feels during the matches. It's all about the anticipation of going to the matches, experiencing the matches, and then... Reflecting on the matches afterwards. Like I said, I recently took the Skull Crusher, my grandchild, my grandson, to a WWE event in Salisbury, Maryland. Here it is two weeks later, and he's still talking about Roman Reigns and Dolph Ziggler and their match. Their match for the Intercontinental Championship. Professional wrestling is all about the experience. And there's two people in professional wrestling who, who took professional wrestling and elevated the experience. And that would be Vince McMahon, CEO of the WWE, and Hulk Hogan. Now, Hogan is synonymous with professional wrestling. He has forever changed professional wrestling on multiple occasions. And for the wrestling fan, he created single-handedly the biggest, baddest experience in professional wrestling. When Hulkamania mania came onto the scene, it changed everything. I interviewed Bill Apter. Iconic photojournalist of professional wrestling. And he said the brilliant marketing of Hulk Hogan and his persona by he and Vince McMahon changed the business into a multi-million dollar entertainment machine. You could say a multi-billion dollar entertainment machine, because the WWE has grown so large internationally. And it's very unique in how Hulk Hogan changed the industry with Hulkamania. And I found an interview of Hulk Hogan on the Johnny Carson Show talking a little bit about Hulkamania. Now, this was the very beginning. This was the very, very beginning. This was when Hulk was in the Rocky film playing the character Thunderlips. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You are one good-sized person. Thank you, thank you. One big man. Uh, What do I call you, Uh, Hulk? Mr. Hogan, Uh, your honor, sir? Mr. Hogan will be fine, definitely. Mr. Hogan. How many wrestling fans do we have out here? You know, do you know anything about Hulkamania? Hulkamania? Hulkamania. Uh, if you want me to. <laughs> uh, what is Hulkamania? Well, Hulkamania is the newest thing, Johnny. It's the thing that is sweeping the country. I'm sure some of these guys over here might know about it. I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right, all right, yeah, thank you. Okay, it's, it's, like, it's like a new cult, and uh, it's like follow the leader. Everybody does what the Hulkster does. It's like truth, justice, and the Hulk Hogan way. Right. And I hope today, that we may be able to demonstrate and do a few things with you. There's Hulk Hogan from 1982 on the Johnny Carson Show. And I believe that may have been the first time he introduced Hawkamania to a national audience. Now, Hawkamania did not happen by accident. Hulk Hogan had been in professional wrestling for about seven years. He was working for the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, which would become the WWE. And he was working for Vince McMahon Sr. Not Vince McMahon Jr., the current CEO of the WWE, but Vince McMahon Jr.'s father. And Sylvester Stallone had saw Hulk Hogan wrestling on the MSG, the Madison Square Garden Network, wrestling three men. And it was at that point, that broadcast, that night, that Sylvester Stallone decided that he wanted Hulk Hogan in his next Rocky film. He wanted him to play this character, Thunderlips. And after meeting Stallone and wrestling a little bit with Stallone, Hulk Hogan was offered the part. Now, Hogan went back to Vince McMahon Sr. and had told him that he wanted to take this part in the Rocky film. And Vince McMahon Sr. told him, if you do that, you're fired from our wrestling federation. And Hogan took the risk. He said, I'm going to do the film. Hulk Hogan had the foresight to be able to see what that part, as small as it was in the Rocky part or in the Rocky film, he saw what that could do for professional wrestling nationally and internationally. And he saw what that could do for professional wrestling and Hulk Hogan. And thus... Hawkamania was born. After talking with Vince Sr., Hawk went to Japan where he had a large following, came home, filmed the Rocky film. It was an incredible success. And that's when Vince Jr. called him and said, we need you to come back. And Hawk Hogan and Hawkamania was launched into the stratosphere. The experience of Hawkamania, the experience of the World Wide Wrestling Federation. And I got wrapped up in the experience. My wife and I took my son to see Hawk Hogan wrestle in Landover, Maryland at the Old Capitol Center. We were only about four rows back. It was incredible. It was an electric night. So our clients today are looking for the same experience. They're looking for something that they can remember, something that verifies and solidifies to them that they're making the right decision. Now, the experience doesn't have to be as grand as Hawkamania, and it doesn't have to be as lavish as Disney World. It actually can be something very simple. I was working for an equipment manufacturer, managing a northeast market and I was the new kid on the block I had inherited a territory that was underperforming and I had to figure out how to make a mark in this very competitive vertical so one of the things that I did was I purchased a large cooler like one of those fishing coolers. And in that cooler, every morning, I made sure that cooler was full of drinks, iced down and cold. And drinks that you may not normally buy, like bottled Coke and bottled Pepsi. And for some reason, both of those taste so much better when it comes from a bottle. And Stewart's uh, Root Beer and Orange, And then I put a variety of different juices in there. So when I pulled up to a client and I was showing my equipment, most of the time in a facility that had no air conditioning where it was hot, I could say to the staff, hey, let's get a drink. And it was... Special for them because I heard comments like, wow, we don't have Stewart's Root Beer unless it's Christmas. Oh, look, Stewart's Orange. Uh, I didn't know they still made that. Nothing tastes like a Coca-Cola coming from a bottle, especially when it's ice cold. And, I, and through that, I created an experience that became unforgettable. My clients started calling me Mr. Cool because I carried a cooler everywhere that I went. And I offered drinks to everyone I met. It made it an experience. So when my competitors pulled up, showed them their equipment, they'd ask, do you have any drinks? And it allowed me to triple the size of my territory in just four years. It allowed my wife and I a lot of uh, great financial success. We were able to invest in our 401s. We were able to take some vacations. We were able to do some things that we had dreamed about doing, like paying off our house. Something that simple can create an experience for your client that they will never forget. So I encourage you today, take a look at your competition, but then look outside of your competition. And gauge what kind of experience all of those influences are giving to your client. And then think about and formulate and figure out how you can make the buying experience from you the grandest experience of them all. I hope this helps. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this podcast of Grunt to Grown. I thank you for listening to me. I thank you for continuing to be loyal. Remember, you can email me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. You can connect with me at Benjamin Burroughs on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at greatamericanthunder at realbenburroughs. And I want you to remember... You are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold. So now quit listening to me and get out there and sell something. I am one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to main the throne. Stand guard and take shots. Give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. I am my thoughts, my skill displayed. I fall-